Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman Stubbs and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck Batman. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. And everyone, welcome back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs. We are Sans, our co-ho with the co-most today, but we do have Travis Grossman here with us. Thanks for having me at the rodeo. Of, as always, and we have a uh, engineer running this brand new rig. Uh, we're on a new system because Spencer and my uh, other best buddy, Joel Bassenbacon, who is running the controls right now. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, yeah. And, of course, we have our exalted guest, the Cookie Cop, sitting here as well. It's like he's staring right at me, but he's at an angle. It's so- Stop! Ah. Away from the cookie jar. <laughs> God, now I don't have to wait for him to go off. You can just do that. Yeah, we have a soundboard now, and on there is our Lord and Savior, the Cookie Cop. So, uh, before we hop into the news and the slice of life, here's a reminder to you guys: this will be coming out on Thursday. So, that said, this weekend, Friday, August 9th through the 11th, is Steel City Comic Con. Dewback Discussion is going to be there in full force. You'll have people from every show there. The entire Hall of Heroes crew is going to be there on Saturday. Indeed. Yeah. So yeah. all of, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I get to actually make it. So yeah. Very much surprisingly. Looking forward to seeing you there. Um, like we had said before, uh, I'm trying to think what all days are going to be like, who's going to be there when, um, but yeah, Hall of Heroes crew is going to be there all together all through Saturday. Uh, Spencer will be there all three days as well. Unfortunately, Mike Doling of Dewback Discussion won't be there. But all in all, we have most of the crew from Dewback and Hall of Heroes. And like I said, Gorn Moore, Jerk the Curtain, and Down the Rabbit Hole will all be there in force. Um, I'm surprised you haven't swapped words in the names yet, like Goring Curtain and Jerk the Moat. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Jerk the Moat. No. Oh, it's in my head now. Gotta plant the seeds where you can. <laughs> yeah, Spencer would be so proud of you. Um, He's taught me well. Yeah, with that, Travis, uh, slice of lifetime. Oh man, it's dude, it's been a wild week. Stressing over. I'm finally done with this stupid chem lab t- today. It was the last session, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Thank Christ. Um, Can relate. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I hate college labs. They're the worst. Uh, Wednesday, we celebrated Thanksgiving together, which was a time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll get to those stories on your slice of life. Because um, they're, they're a hoot. I found out yesterday the somewhere in my life. I remember. This guy that I hate at my job wants to beat the shit out of me. With, for literally no reason and it's so funny <laughs> like yeah i love it i don't understand how anybody could like oh i could dislike you in the first place but dislike you enough to want to hurt you i mean this guy is like the walking embodiment of toxic masculinity oh that that clown. but this is also the same guy that 
not literally cried, but cried to me while we were throwing a truck together that he's an alcoholic because he's a fucking cuck. <laughs> That's not in the like beta. Oh, you're a beta soy cuck. No, he's literally cucking himself. It's so funny. <laughs> Damn. All right. Oh, man. Deep that one. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Um, and then today I'm having a family tradition of mine for dinner. We're doing the big old Easter bread, French toast dinner that should have happened back in May mm-hmm. and then never did because I was busy trying to uh, cut my stomach off, you know. Seems yes. like between- You need to hook me up with that diet plan soon so I can yes. start to cut my to, stomach off. I need to talk to you about some choices that are up to you, totally up to you and not at all required, but we can do that after the show. Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. Hell yeah. Because I did some math and my starting plan would actually probably work. Awesome. Like, really well so that excites me very much tell the tell the lovely people about thanksgiving (laughs) so christmas and thanksgiving or or whatever you can actually remember okay (laughs) 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 to be fair to be fair i would have been right there with you if i didn't have to drive okay also for what it's worth it hit me like all of it all at once oh yeah like I, I was remember. fine, and then I wasn't. I remember the exact like. There's always <laughs> there are those times where like the what there's that one person who's had more than everyone else, and you you see it. Um, the one day my friend Austin drank like half a bottle of rum when no one was looking, and then all of a sudden just like couldn't speak, and we were like, Austin, what's wrong? I don't I don't feel. <laughs> I don't feel. How much rum have you had? I don't feel. I don't know. Then he slumps up against our uh, air vent. We had to get a bag of tater tots to like cool him off because we didn't have any ice packs. Oh, man. That is adorable. The college experience. Like, yeah. I, I had a friend at, uh, at college that it was the same thing. Rum. I don't know. I don't know what it is with rum, but uh, put yeah. it in, you put it in Coke and don't even realize yeah. you're drinking it. it. It hit him real hard. And uh, so, uh. So yeah, go go ahead and tell the lovely people. Okay, so I know everybody started arriving, and we were all schmoozing, and it was you, me, and Logan's good friend Zach, and we were we were just talking about nerd shit. We were talking about the project, project. a lot, and then um, I had to start helping put away food. Pardon me, I was taking a drink of water, and the last very clear memory that i have was saying was just, it was declaring that i was struggling with the saran wrap now in my defense my hands were incredibly greasy so even if i was sober as a judge i would have been having the same problems <laughs> so the moment I referred to, we were standing, we, we spent most time standing like at the bottom of your steps because yeah. it was out of the way of everyone else. Yeah. And you, I, I, don't even, I don't remember what I said, but you just went, yeah. <laughs> and then you <laughs> collapsed back into the banister. Like, <laughs> oh, I remember that again. But that's the issue. And he and I were having a conversation about like telling when like someone like me has been drinking. I'm so clumsy and so poorly balanced that, like, I don't even know it if was, that was the booze. No, it would definitely, like, you could tell it was certainly the booze. Because you were, you were not, like, 
you're clumsy, but you don't <laughs> trip over your own feet all the time. All unless, the time. unless you're trying to do something ridiculous and you were just standing there. But the my favorite one, your sister at some point after everyone else had left, kept trying to engage with me and Zach. You were busy cleaning up somehow standing. I do remember, actually, at one point you went into your basement and this was after you falling into the banister. I look at Zach and I'm like, we just let that man go down a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here. So it's okay. Yeah. So then I'm like, we need to like make sure he didn't just fall. Like we didn't hear anything. We're like, we got to make sure he's okay. So he like peeks down the steps and we see you and we're like, okay, he made it. We're fine. It won't hurt nearly as bad if he falls up the steps. <laughs> um, but so you get back upstairs and uh, your sister is trying to show us that she can write our names in cursive. And she writes Zach's. She writes mine. And she's like, okay, Jared, your turn. And you're like, what's up? What's going on? And we say, yeah, she's writing her name. She's showing us she uh, can write our names in cursive. And you go, oh. Jared's, Jared's J. J is hard. That's hard. <laughs> and, you, and just like... <laughs> I don't know what was funny. Your mesmerization <laughs> with the fact that, and she didn't write the J right either. But <laughs> see, it is hard. It is very difficult. She, she does not know her capital letters, but to be fair, she's never going to have to actually write in cursive. Precisely. Um, but she, I don't know what was funny. The fact that you were like mesmerized by the cursive or that you immediately sobered up for a second and went, Jared is hard. J is hard. That's hard. <laughs> And then you you were right back to feeling the liquor. Like See, I would, I would, I also remember my mother going, "Jared, you're sleeping on the couch tonight." Me going, "All right," like just like immediately resigned to that. Um, like I said, I would have been right there with you, but I was like, "I need to drive home." Yeah. I also like very quickly went. You know what? I'm not going to let this happen at the bar crawl. He says now, and yeah. he will stand by as as everybody says now before yeah. bar crawl. You end up actually crawling. We need to buy tickets for that point. still. So we do. Yeah, I'll do that after Steel City. After I have yeah. my, my bankroll completely depleted by that weekend. Um, but yeah. Also, that. check us out if you again people in the Pittsburgh area. August thirty first, right? That's when it yes. is. There's going to be a yeah. Marvel MCU trivia bar crawl in Pittsburgh. Come check that out. It's going to be Travis, myself, and our friend from high school, Jake Bricker who is an aspiring filmmaker and a very good follow on Twitter. So keep an eye out for us there if you're out there. He's a lovely, lovely human. Miss that boy. I haven't seen him in a bit. I know. Same. That's why I'm so excited to, you know, Marvel trivia it up with you, Jokers. Before we hop into the news, um, Joel, are you are you going to give us a slice of life as our engineer over here? Well, m- m- I suppose my slice of life includes hanging out with you Jokers all weekend long and... Um, Working my ass off up at college. Yeah. Working the summer, doing research and whatnot, which... I'm enjoying you playing the pronoun game because you don't want your last name used in anything and you're like being very close to the chest and everything. I I am. uh, Just... I'm taking it easy getting into this. This is new for me, so... Yeah. uh, just I'll haven't nice and slow with thought you. about it quite yet. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. It's his first time. Kind of got yeah. roped into this. Um I suppose voluntarily. Yeah, uh, I would say you're, um, you you gifted me with this giant rig. And yeah, yeah so, so it's your fault. Oh, uh, but yeah, just getting through life. College starts yeah. uh, up here in the next 
week or two yeah, I don't for me. me. So I think kind I got of panicking. Like, I think I got like three, two free weeks of just nothing. So yeah, this was um, definitely one hell of a summer as an understatement. Yeah, and um, I'm taking 18 credits this next semester with uh, while doing marching band and all those other things that I love to do. And yeah, so it's gonna be a great. Uh, I'm bio pre med, so there's that too. May he rest in peace. I'm taking four sciences next semester with labs, and and then uh, a, a core class with that. So nice junior year coming yeah. up here on the MCAT. So that's that's my entire life in a nutshell there. So you have to take the MCATs uh, this spring, actually around March time. So around my you know birthday, what actually. you know what terrifies me. I have to start looking at graduate programs. Ugh. Like, because I need a, to do anything with physics, I need a master's degree. Yeah. So, like, I have to actually start looking at mm-hmm. getting a master's degree. <laughs> I don't want to. That is wild. Well, with that, yeah. we're going to hop into the news here. Uh, and before we get super into that, uh, Travis, you beat me to the punch with uh getting into Du Bois. Du Bois. So du Bois. you said you're what? You're you're two episodes. Two episodes in? I yeah, this lab is taking up a and work is taking up a big chunk of my time and I didn't get to finish it. Um but eight episodes? Eight right? episodes. So very easy watch. I I mean you're talking to the guy that watched nine seasons of Supernatural in a week and a half. Jesus Christ. I don't want to talk about high school. That's how I feel in Game of Thrones, so I, I just zoomed through six seasons over spring break one time and Sorry, it was actually five by that point, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's binging TV is my superpower. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, you we talked about it during San Diego Comic-Con Megapod, and I was like, man, this sounds really fucking cool. And then I was going to start really digging into Doom Patrol, and I got an episode into that. And Amazon went ham on – I don't know if it was Amazon in particular or just like – the greater algorithm knows me. Yeah. And is like, you're going to watch the boys and you're going to fucking like it. So <laughs> it's ev- like every other thing on my Twitter is advertising for the boys on YouTube. I keep getting ads for it on, on Facebook, like everything, man. It's just everywhere. And so finally when we saw Hobbs and Shaw. There was a promo for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, it's such a great movie. No, it's the most, Dumb Go see it. popcorn fun you'll ever That's, have in the theater. That's what everyone's saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, um, it was yeah, so fucking over the top and corny uh, in all the right ways. Anyway, <laughs> um, two episodes in, and it is spectacular. Like, the... This is what I would describe... Like, we, we talk about how, like, the Nolan films based itself in realism, or, like, the... DC, uh, DCU in general wants to have that gritty, real quote yeah. unquote feeling. This is real super, like real life superheroes. Yeah. Because it would go corporate, it would go commercialist. Yeah. And like, like watch my hero. <laughs> yeah, but like twisted to the capitalist America <laughs> ideal, right? Like, and I mean, they, they explore that in My Hero Academia too, which is a, one of the most fantastic anime out right now. You should watch it. But um, they explore that in My Hero Academia, but like, it's not nearly as twisted, or at least you don't see that side. Yeah. Whereas here, like, you're watching them orchestrate crimes for these, like, the seven to solve to get notoriety, and like, 
Yeah, they like they stop a crime and this they the crews are waiting behind them to get their fucking photos and the interviews and stuff. The the level of, it, it's like Hollywood. It looks like Hollywood, like the the outside look we've been getting in with like the Me Too movement and stuff. Yeah. You see that the elements of that and like the crazy shit that pe- thing that's going through these people's heads. Um, I've never related, I think, to a fictional character more than Huey, who that's is Carl Urban's character. Yeah, the uh, the the kid that kind of gets like that works at the electronics store that gets roped into trying to get back at the seven. He uh, like. He has a very traumatic experience. Oh, is he the one that I saw in the clips where, like, his girlfriend gets fucking liquefied by their version of the fight? Okay, so not Carl Urban's character. I don't know the actor's name. Like the the British guy. Yeah, not the British guy. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I know know there's the one kid who gets – his girlfriend gets liquefied. Yeah, he's kind of like the main – right now he's like the central character for the not superheroes. And – he, like, has constant panic attacks. He doesn't want to, like, speak up for himself or be aggressive or assertive. And, like, watching him try to muster up, like, I'm going to get back at these fuckers. And he he really wants to. He just can't. He doesn't have that charisma stat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bring that up a lot. But, like, I relate to that a lot. And it's been, it's been fucking visceral. I can't wait to keep watching. I'm excited to start it. I, you know, I, my, my favorite kind of story is a media that will take the idea of something and it's like it's a movie yeah. or a show or a play or a book about the idea of x i i think you're looking the word you're looking for is deconstruction yeah yeah i know like I, that, that that word is so like has been abused at this point like oh like deconstructs, yeah. you know turns it on its head but i do like that kind of deconstructive kind of material same um, though. That's why Yu-Gi-Oh! GX is the best Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I wouldn't know, but I do fight know like, that's why I love at me on Twitter and fight me about it. Yes. No, that's why I love shit like, you know, Last Jedi and My Hero and Um You like One Punch Man too. Yeah. If you've I, I watched a couple episodes of that and I was enjoying it. Um Oh Hello as well. Yeah. But yeah, moving right along, I this is going to be the story we talk about a lot. So it doesn't really matter who reads it, but I'm going to take this one. Sure. So the God, Kevin Conroy, is going to appear in the Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earths as an old man, Bruce Wayne. Now, for those of you at home, uh, Kevin Conroy is the... Is actually just Batman. Is, is like, just Batman. He is the iconic voice actor from Batman the Animated Series, from the Arkham games, from a myriad of different um, uh, animated movies, as well as uh, the Injustice franchise. He is the voice actor for Batman uh, at the top of our show in the intro, the I am vengeance, I am the night, I am Batman. That's Side- him. Sidebar. Have you heard his story about working uh, in the kitchens for the firefighters during the 9-11 cleanup? No. So, yeah, when 9-11 happened, uh, he he lived in New York at the time and he called the mayor and he was like, how can I help? He's like, can you cook? Because we need people in the kitchen. And this is back in the time like you couldn't Google a voice cast, right? So, yeah, it was very rare for voice actors to actually get noticed in person. Yeah. And he's working in the kitchen with this guy and suddenly he like, oh, my God, you're Kevin Conroy. You're Batman. Aww. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I gotta go tell these boys that, you know, the firefighters that are cleaning up the debris from the towers. And 
he's like, I gotta go tell these boys that Batman's making them dinner. So he goes out. Guys, that's so sweet. That, it gets better. Batman's making your food. And of course, the bullshit. Like, you know, there's no way. Yeah. And from the kitchen, they just hear, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. They all lose their shit. <laughs> well, that would make sense because, like, yeah. guys who were in their, like, 20s, 30s during 2001, so, during 2001, grew up on Batman the Animated Series. series. Yeah. So they, they know that, that basically, you know, that I remember Joker. What know. was the, when I saw Dark Knight in theaters as a kid, I just didn't understand why the Joker didn't sound like Mark Hamill and why Batman yeah. didn't sound like Kevin Conroy. Like it was so <laughs> jarring to me as iconic. Like I love that those performances. Oh yeah. A lot. Now that I'm a functioning adult and can understand how acting works, but <laughs> you know, as, as whatever I was like expensive pretend. Yeah. Nine yeah. or 10. I was just like, what the, why don't they sound right? Joel gave um, me the "Hey asshole, you're laughing so loud in your clipping face." <laughs> actually, no, you're doing a great job. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to do my best to maintain this board for for this as well. So there yeah. was just just uh, one time so far that we've had an issue, but no, everyone's okay. doing pretty great. So. Okay, I, I thought my laugh was gonna put us in trouble again. No, Oof. we're good. You keep laughing off to the side though. Yes. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I've learned that. that to yeah, laugh. Yeah. And I'm turning you down. But yeah, like this every is... second. <laughs> This is kind of incredible. Like, we're going to get an older Bruce Wayne. I'm curious if it's going to be Earth One Bruce Wayne, right? If it's going to be the Bruce Wayne Uh that they've Mm -hmm. talked about in last year's crossover. This is setting such a precedent, though. Like, it's been a long time coming. All the people they're getting back. Uh, (laughs) Did you hear they also got Burt Ward? No way. Yeah. I have a funny story about Burt Ward. We don't know who he's playing. We just know he's going to appear in in the crossover. Um. <laughs> See, okay, real quick, Burt Ward. He was at Steel City Con. Jeez, what year would that have been? Uh, twenty fifth, August of twenty fifteen. So about four years ago. We um, he was there, and I didn't think I was going to be able to make it. But then, like last minute, this was whenever I put together with you and Spencer last minute that like Rogue Jedi Order sixty six Survivor costume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last minute, throw together this costume. It's like this big, heavy, like cargo jacket, cargo pants, boots. Um, I had like an old, like toy droid blaster, and I like slung it over my shoulder. Had my lightsaber and like a f- tiny face mask, and I took um, like skateboarding gear and like turned the uh, elbow pads like to like slight shoulder pads and on one I had like a Jedi symbol kind of looking like the armor the Jedi mm, wore and then yeah. I had one that, that looked like a rebel symbol anyway at that con I was there and I had like gloves on and shit and Burt Ward was there and my dad brother and I went to their Q&A panel with uh, the late Adam West mm. we're in there they do not fucking care about those characters at all to like a hilarious degree. Like every, the answer to every single question about what any, what was your favorite blank? The answer from Burt Ward and Adam West every time was the paycheck consistently. And it broke my fucking heart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so like half an hour, 40 minutes later. I did get to meet Adam West and shake his hand. Um, so I have met a Batman. But <laughs> I'm like standing by the one snack bar. 
Um, and I have my back like facing this direction and I'm looking at my brother and we're talking and like sipping on a soda. Mm. And like, he's like, Robin's right behind you. He's like poking me and she's like, Robin's right behind you. No fucking way. And I turn, you know, and like, you know, there's an older person nearby. You know, I was, you know, raised like you acknowledge somebody's presence, especially, you know, not just because he's famous, but like there's a person directly behind you. See if you need to get out of their way. I turn around. I take off my glove, put my hand out, and I was like, hi, Mr. Ward. Hope you're enjoying your time in Pittsburgh. And, you know, just like trying to, you know, address his existence nearby. He's like, no, 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 I'm on my break. And I'm like, man, fuck off. Like, I said hello. I asked for a picture, I asked for an autograph, shit like that. Like, mmm. Little shit like that. That frustrates me. Yeah. But... Anyway, I didn't know, but he's in a V in crisis now? Yeah. We don't know. Again, we don't it's know crazy. what he's going to play. We don't know if he's going to actually play some variant of the older paycheck. Dick, right? <laughs> but, yeah, they've been doing, they've been releasing a lot of uh, Arrow promo recently, so that's, uh, so we're getting old Bruce. Yes. Do you think we're going to see a live action Terry McGinnis? <sighs> It's a, so if they're going the route of this is Bruce on Earth one and he's aged out of being Batman and it just like he was Batman, I don't know, like in the 80s or whatever, yeah. right? Then no. If this is a different Earth's Bruce Wayne, 100 percent, I think they would try that because I know. As somebody who's been like, you know, Arrowverse adjacent for a while, like, you know, following other podcasts like this, I, you know, I've picked up little nuggets here yeah. and there. I remember there being like an, like, you know, there's like the Harley Quinn reference in Arrow. They, uh, yeah, they couldn't, something about the, like, they couldn't get her for the Suicide Squad episodes, but they have her laughing. Yeah, like you have like a, like a female voice, like, ah! Like yeah. it might actually Harley. be Tara Strong. Like I think it actually is. I think it is. I think you're right. So like you have like the implication that Harley Quinn exists in Arrow. Oh no, they. I mean, they've outright addressed that Batman was a thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like you have that, and then eventually you have. Um, I would call you Overwatch, but that's taken. Or, or Oracle. Or Oracle. He's, he's, he's like yeah. Oracle's taken. Right. Um, that wasn't meant to be a correction. That was just more me. No, but no, thank you for me. correcting me. I, I <laughs> totally didn't even realize I said it. I knew what you meant. Um, and then I remember seeing a clip from Supergirl where uh, Kara says something to the effect of. Oh, yeah. Clark works with a, a guy who's obsessed with bats or something. But the thing is, Supergirl, well, I didn't hear that one. I didn't hear I'm obsessed with bats. I heard there was one where at one point she said something to the effect of like there was like a new vigilante in town. She's like, oh, vigilantes, crazy guys with a bunch of gadgets. Clark works my, with... Yeah, my cousin knew one. Like, and I was like, oh. But yeah, Supergirl <laughs> takes place on a different Earth. I, I, think, so, I thought so, yeah. They're on Earth 38, I think. I don't... I, why do I know that? <laughs> but yeah, they, they're in a separate Earth. So they they have more liberty to address that Superman and Bruce Wayne have worked together. So, Isn't that a pun? Isn't that the name of Sam Whitworth's character? Is that an unintentional pun? Is what? that what he's called? Liberty? Yeah, Agent Liberty. Agent Liberty? I thought that oh, was Oh, yeah, yeah, he plays, yeah. Mm, I couldn't remember who Whitworth played. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the, why when we watched... The super racist. That's why when we watched oh. the uh, the the episode that we were watching, and I saw his face, and I was like, wait, 
And then it clicked because I know I had seen him before. Yeah. But I hadn't that's... watched that those episodes of Supergirl yet at that point. And I saw him and I freaked out. I, I like, literally like because he shows up and I'm like, I know not only do I really know that voice, I know that face. Yeah. I don't know. From you where. don't forget the face because of the character he plays. I didn't know they like they literally modeled Galen Merrick after him. That's the funny thing is they didn't. They had like Bullshit. a rough. De- they had a rough design of what Starkiller was going to look like, and then when they got the phone call from Sam Witwer's agent, I'm like, "Hey, it's you know Sam. He was going to audition for this role. They got his head. Sh-. They were like, what the fuck?'" So they like they closed the gap with like the small differences, but like he basically already looked like the character, so they had say, to hire like, him. Mm-hmm. You're telling me they just got that jawline perfect by accident? Yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> they got like the basic face structure. Yeah, um, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, like. Uh, I don't remember where I was going to go with that. But yeah, no. So like we could we could have possibly Batman Beyond. Possibly. Which excites me very much. Um, and was it confirmed that like Brendan Routh's Superman is going to be like Kingdom Come that's, Superman? That's what I've seen. Yeah. That excites me. Kingdom Come is one of my favorite DC stories. I, again, it's just that deconstruction stuff that just oh, makes my heart happy. Um so yeah, very excited for this. Uh, even though I have not caught up with, have not been up to date on any Arrowverse stuff, probably gonna watch this and be incredibly lost for most of it. But I mean, that's start fine. crying oh, tears of um, joy when Conroy shows up. Right, uh, Black Lightning's finally gonna be part of the crossover too. Oh, cool! They, really? they have not been. Yeah, they've. I don't know if they've addressed in the newest season of Black Lightning because I haven't watched it. But uh, we don't know if they are on Earth One or on Earth whatever 20 million and five yeah you know so that'll be interesting to see if this is a thing a crossover that can happen often or if it's going to be one of those things where we need someone to reach over so it won't happen a lot because mm. don't want to pay for that breach effect mm, yeah. <laughs> if we can avoid it i mean i don't blame them you know you gotta yeah that, that's a difficult thing to pull off sometimes. you can i have a feeling that they cut a bunch of the budget for last season just to make sure that they had the budget to do crisis because like I would be surprised every single show, with the exception of like maybe Supergirl, like feels like it had its budget cut for the finale, and like leading up to it, like there are several episodes. No, yeah, Supergirl too. There's several episodes where Kara isn't being Supergirl; she's being Kara. There's there's mm-hmm. always that bit at the end of Arrow where Oliver's like, "I can't be the Arrow anymore," or whatever, and then he suits up again at the end. Um, <laughs> I feel like there was a little. I don't. This recent Flash season was not spectacular. It was I heard it was not great. I I liked what they did. I don't want to. Do you care if I mention? No, it? not at all. I, I I liked what they did with uh the. Um, wow, I'm forgetting lots of things right now. Uh, Barry's daughter, Nora. See, that's yeah, Nora. Like, I really liked what she. Yeah, they name her Nora. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sweet. Fuck what? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah well i mean she doesn't exist anymore so that's cool yeah she I, i'm not gonna lie i definitely teared up when she died i it no, was very I, emotional i binge watched the whole season so i too. had been like progr- like really quickly getting I used just, to her being there and she kind of had the same problem gotta swing her back to titans baby robin <laughs> robin keeps looping the same character arc every episode in titans if, I, I don't think you've watched it. No. So no, basically, he listened to you go off about it last week. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't actually ever grow. He just goes through the same cycle every episode. Nor does the same thing of I'm str- like I'm 
Well, okay, there's two cycles, and at one point, one kind of gets broken, and it leads into the other one. So she goes from... She's mad at Iris, her Iris from the future, because of things that Mm -hmm. she did. Mm -hmm. And puts that on present-day Iris without telling her what happened or why, you know, why she's upset. And this goes on for like four episodes. <laughs> yeah. And then and it comes back at the end. contrived CW yeah. conflict. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what's wrong. So then after that gets kind of resolved, she, it's revealed she's working with Eobard Thawne. Yeah. Not, yeah. not maliciously working with Eobard Thawne, but it's one of those like, I want to meet my dad and you're the only one that can help me learn how to use my because powers. She can, Thawne. Yeah. What happened was Iris had, um, or I would assume it was both Iris and Barry at the time. but they, No, it was Iris. It was because okay, it's after her, Barry died. Limited her or uh, uh, inhibited her abilities when she was born. Um, and so she hadn't known. Until she, she was like, powers. until she's in her 20s. Yeah. Being in- and so that's what made her, made Nora super angry uh, with Iris because she was, you know, yeah. lying so to her. So now her powers life. work. She doesn't know how to use them. She goes to Eobar. It's like, hey, teach me how to mm-hmm. do my, yeah. do my Flash thing. Shit. Yeah. He, and he's in prison. So she's visiting him on death row. Yeah. And um, there's like a countdown so, timer. So now it's the struggle of just making sure is, I'm right here because I know they switched up the names a little bit from the comics. Thawne's the guy who pretended to be in the wheelchair the first season. Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Making sure. Yeah. So then now the reverse you, flash into Professor Zoom into two different now, characters. Harrison Wells. Yes. Harrison Wells. Wells is, yeah. But he was imitating Harrison yeah. Wells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So now we go from the cycle of I hate you, mom. Why? Fuck you to the cycle of <laughs> I'm Kyrus West. Why do you seem so reserved and um, like anxious? Can't tell you because I'm working with your worst enemy. <laughs> and that cycle goes on for a bit, and then Barry finds out, and then finally there's like a little bit of a conflict, and then it doesn't doesn't matter because oh, you're, you're my daughter. I love you, and then yeah, Eobard's a fucking genius and works out this time loop that gets her erased after he gets freed. Yeah, so Eobard Thond is free again. Thank God, he's the only good villain they've ever written for that show. I'll stand. I have that. to. I I agree with you. I 100 percent agree like, with you. Hunter Zolomon made no sense. Savitar was a deconstruction villain to say, "Hey, we're sorry about the time wraiths thing." Wait, because Savitar, that was whenever Barry was. E- there was like it's like a reality it's, evil Barry, right? Yeah. So the yeah. time wraith mm-hmm. thing is, if I go to a future timeline and pull myself out of it, and they do a thing and die, it's fine. Like somehow the timeline works itself out, and it made no sense. Yeah, think about it. I. I see your face. That was all of us. <laughs> so it was a way of kind of apol. I assume this is what it was. Is a way of apologizing for that. The they made the main villain a time wraith, and so I think that's what they called them, right? Well, the time wraiths actually uh, hunt, the mentor hunt, looking things. hunt them down. That's that's the dementor looking things. Yeah, yeah, those the are the time time, time clones. Then I don't remember what they called them. I can't remember either. Um, and so it turns out it's one it's one of those that survived by accident. What? Yeah, and like got super burned and stuff, and it it didn't make any sense. And he stays uh, using the what's it called like the the dark time uh, force or whatever. I whatever. He, yeah, he, he, it's a mess because of that. He's able to stay alive because he can't be detected by the time rates, the, the time rates. Yeah. And actually, in okay. the speed force, that's the dark speed force is what I was trying to get. Oh, for yeah. Sake. So, um, <laughs> yeah. and then actually I like the thinker is t- written too well. He's too smart. And so they write themselves into the corner of how the hell are we supposed to actually beat this guy? So that's fun. Yeah. 
Anyway, that that's that's another Arrowverse rant. Yeah. I, I remember um, like seeing the clip of like like Savitar's identity revealed on like Instagram and shit. And it's like it's Barry and the like the Flash or the Savitar mask helmet apparatus mm-hmm. comes off, yeah. and he looked like Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin. Yeah, from Amazing Spider-Man okay. Two. And I, I was like, with, yeah. what is happening here? Like. Okay, it's, yeah, he looks yeah. like Meth Mouth Goblin. <laughs> no, it's Meth Mouth Barry Allen. Meth Mouth Barry Allen. <laughs> You're not wrong. The meth. I mean, <laughs> he definitely did, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm so ex- I'm excited for this, though. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, as a Batman fan, as a Kevin Conroy fan. I'm I feel like there's, there's no way this can go wrong. Because either it's going to be like, holy shit, I'm seeing Infinite Crisis on television. This is insane. Or it's going to be, oh my god, this train wreck is so funny. Yeah, either way, you're going to enjoy it. It's a win either way. uh, Hopefully. That's another soundboard we need. Hmm. I see this as an absolute absolute win. win. Um, I see this as an absolute win. Noted. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, moving right along, uh, TJ or TJ, Jesus, uh, Travis, you're all over this one. Am I just a replacement to you? <laughs> <laughs> is no. that all I am? Is a rebound? Yeah, you're my rebound host. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, I don't know how to say this name. Ava, Ava Duvernay. 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 Ava Duvernay. Ava Duvernay. Duvernay. Ava Duvernay. Uh, uh, on AV Club News, confirms that Dark Side and the Female Furies. We'll both be in DC's New Gods. You'd be forgiven for forgetting, for however briefly, that Warner Brothers is still making DC comic superhero movies. <laughs> this is true. The entertainment giant straight up whiffed on Comic-Con this year, allowing Marvel to suck up all the oxygen in the room and depriving Wonder Woman fans of life-giving teasers and trailers. This is so weirdly worded. Teasers and trailers from the movies still in the works sequel. But while we might not be getting a movie where Ben Affleck goes insane over the great and terrible obligation of being Batman, and instead it's going to be Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So you have that soundboard ready for when we talk about the next story. There are still (laughs) some interesting DC projects in the works, including Ava DuVernay's film adaptation of Jack Kirby's New Gods, which I didn't realize they were making until this week, which is neat. Uh, DuVernay shed some fresh light and also a little all-consuming existential evil. Making sure I read that right. (laughs) On the film this week, answering questions on a variety of topics on Twitter and confirming a couple of major villains for the piece. Most notably, uh, DuVernay was kind enough to confirm that Universal Universal Heavy, that's, again, weird, Universe Heavy Darkseid will show up presumably as the film's big villain. And alongside him, the female Furies. Why does it say the female Furies? Are there male Furies that I just don't know about? I don't know. I thought that was the name of the... I'm not sure. The, the, all that weird I they cosmic were, stuff. I like, thought they were just the theories. But... So, yeah. I Ava DuVernay, she is very... She's she's a very... Um, she's one of those filmmakers who's really good with, like, visuals and make you go, whoa. Like, wrinkle in time. Like, that yeah. kind of stuff. Pardon me. Hiccup. Um, I... <laughs> because it's DC... <laughs> because it's a DC movie... And they're either great or like, holy shit, I am a little bit scared. How are they going to sell this movie? How are they going to sell like Big Bertha and like Orion and shit like that? Yeah. Like that's what that's what is. They couldn't sell Superman. (laughs) 
They couldn't sell <laughs> Justice League. Like, oh yeah, because it wasn't the, it wasn't Zack Snyder's original vision. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the Snyder cut, Travis. People want the Snyder cut. Um, um, side sidebar again, like because they also couldn't sell Dark Knight Returns. When I, I hang out with uh, the Squire twins yeah. on this past Tuesday, and I showed Matt for the first time Dark Knight Returns, like so the animated good. movies, so and we got like we finished this part two, and I was like, "So what'd you think?" And he goes, "That's fucking incredible." Like, that was insane. And I said, yeah, now just think. They tried to make that live action and somehow fucked it up. So, And that's how they fucked it up, is that they wanted to do Batman first meeting Superman, the death of Superman, the beginnings of the Justice League. And Dark Knight Returns. And Dark Knight Returns is one story. That doesn't fucking work. It doesn't, you can't. I love it. Yeah. Like, you can't do... You know, I but it's Zack Snyder's vision. Yeah, exactly. Or no, no, the theatrical cut wasn't Zack Snyder's vision because it was cut down to yeah, the, the ultimate cut, which admittedly is a better movie. I love the ultimate cut. I ironically I, love those movies. I still haven't watched the ultimate cut. I'm too afraid to buy it and hate it because the last time well, I I have it, so you can watch it for free and hate it. Yeah, like just like I because the last time I bought a DC movie without like knowing what it was, buying it was the Killing Joke, and I regret that purchase heavily. I just don't watch the first 30 minutes. I don't... I, I still... They cut out the best monologue. They really infer that Batman's only doing this because of what he did to Barbara, which is not the case. Like, or like the the, the feelings he has isn't like, my best friend's daughter yeah. is hurt. It's, he raped a girl I fucked. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I hate that. I hate that so much. I hate... Dick and Barbara being Dick and Barbara. I love Dick and Barbara being a thing. Yeah. I hate Bruce and Barbara being a thing. It's yucky. Why do we keep making it a thing? It's yucky. It's very yucky. It's disgusting. Anyway, sidebar over. I've yeah. had a lot of those today. No, it's a. Hey, that's that's the nature of the show. Um, but no, I just I don't want. I don't want to see this movie get like the not so great DC treatment. The bl- the blue wash, dark, yeah. depressing. Did you watch? That, did you watch High Top Films? High Top Films. What's up, buddy? Did you yeah. watch his Titans videos? I'm ninety percent sure he is from Pittsburgh. You think? In one of his videos, there is a picture of him at Still City. Con. You're calling him out right now. I mean, he called himself out by putting that in the video. But I'm like ninety percent sure High Top Films is from this area. I'd love to meet him. I I would too. I I think he he is even a, even when I don't agree with him on stuff. I think it's oh absolutely. Really good. I mean, I I I love I love him. I also love High Top Films memes. Like the infamous Spider-Man Homecoming is a great film, but it's not a good Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like that is like that. That's hilarious to me. Whenever people will take the this sequence in the music is so perfect. And they like take him saying that about the raindrops he fallen on my head scene and put that to the get on up. Drive that fucking soul in Spider-Man 3. That's hilarious. But no, I think I think he's a really smart guy. I I think he cuts the MCU incredibly short. I don't think he gives the MCU as a whole, especially yeah. the Spider-Man and stuff, enough credit. But like, that's his prerogative. And that's fine. Exactly. Like, but, yeah. uh, he's on his, have opinion. you watched his Titan videos? I know I saw the first one. I think I saw about half of the second so, one. So and I you didn't know, get a chance to finish it. You know about the, the blue filter. Yes. Yeah. yeah the blue filter. Remove the blue filter. It's, yeah. I didn't realize till he pointed it out, and then I realized, like, holy shit. And this is, it even goes into the DCEU. Like, yeah. Superman, BVS, and Justice League all have that problem. No, I, I totally, I, I love it. I love yeah. his take on Titans. I love his pitch for the Jason Todd script. 
which I would, you know, fucking crowdfund that. I'm all over that. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't want this movie to get buried like Shazam did. I still haven't seen Shazam. Shazam is great. That's we all need I've to heard, sit down yeah. and watch it. It's fucking phenomenal. So I don't want to see it get buried like Shazam. I think Aquaman was aggressively meh. I, uh, as a film, I agree, but I, I really had a fun time in that same way of like Hobbs and Shaw is just a wacky fun time. Yeah. I felt the same way watching Aquaman where it's like they have an octopus playing the goddamn drums. Yeah. Like, I, that's, that's the energy this movie exhumes and I love it. The only thing that held me back from like really getting into Aquaman is there was a little bit of like tonal whiplash. And like, that's my thing is that like, you can, like, there are some people who are really good. I'm going to sound like Hot High Tops films on this one. Um, but like, Sam Raimi is really good in like those, the, the original Spider-Man movies with having moments of like wacky comic book nonsense, really serious scene, slapstick humor, really serious scene, yeah. comic book action scene. Like, He's really good at balancing a whole lot of tones. A lot of Marvel movies are really good at balancing like this is really depressing. This is really funny. This is action packed. This is really earnest. Aquaman, that was one of its weaknesses. Like you have that beginning submarine sequence where he's like fighting Black Manta and his dad. Yeah. And like Manta does not stop screaming that whole scene. And it's like, it feels like Black Manta's in a different movie than everybody else. <laughs> I gotcha. Like, like yeah. Black Manta, like, like he's doing that really, he's just like, you killed my father, you son of a bitch. Like, he's like, he's screaming everything. And like, Arthur is matching for- that over the topness and no one else in the scene is. It's just Black Manta screaming at everything. I definitely forgot Black Manta was in the movie for like, the middle portion of it where he's not there. Yeah, which, huge waste of that character. I think if you save him for part two. Which they did. Oh, I mean, like, not use them at all. Yeah, like, I don't, I think, like, save something like Black Manta for the second one. I think that you could have gotten away with normal, just having Orm's goons and maybe calling in, like, King Shark as, like, that that secondary villain and just keep it as, like, an Atlantis plot. They they still, they could have easily just just done Orm and been totally fine. Yeah. Um, So... It, it tries to be self-serious. It tries to be satirical. It tries to, you know, it has like, you know, it feels like a comic book, like raw, raw superhero type thing. So I'm a little, Aquaman's a little inconsistent for me. So like, I don't, <laughs> Aquaman, I enjoyed it. And again, this is coming from the guy who unironically loves Batman v Superman. I know it's not that good. I fucking love it. I know that Suicide Squad is not very good. I fucking love it. I need to... I I haven't seen BVS since it was in theaters. You and I and saw Suicide Squad together, I just remember. Yes, we did. And you and I were both like, this is a mess, but I'm kind yeah, of enjoying this, it. This editing job is such dog shit. But goddamn, it's so funny. Yeah, like you, like you and I were sitting there legitimately like this isn't good, but I'm still having a good time, and I feel weird for this. Yeah, um, but I don't. I would like to see New Gods be like on par with Wonder Woman or Shazam. Shazam. And I don't know how you sell this franchise. Like, it doesn't have the credibility that a Marvel movie has, and I think. I think that's what's like, that could be how they sell it though. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. And actually it's just kind of Guardians of the Galaxy, but that, they're, they're celestials. Should the new gods feel like Guardians of the Galaxy? You know what I mean? Like, but like in that same kind of like space cosmic. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah. I just, 
there's a, it, there's a lot. This is a big risk, and it's a big yeah. swing, but it's coming from a really good filmmaker, and I hope that you know Warner Brothers keeps their dirty little claws out of the production. But uh, yeah, moving on from that, what is uh, our next speaking of Batfleck? Yes, uh, Batfleck, Joel. Would you do the owners yeah. of the soundboard? Because we're talking about Batfleck. Which one? Oh. Yeah, the good one. Because we have a soundboard now, we can do shit Save like this. Martha! Please stop! Why did you say that? Mother's <laughs> name. We can do that now. Uh, um, you also have have the, uh, the um. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite. That line is so edgy. I remember seeing that. It was opening night. It was the night I turned 18. Seeing that movie at like at a 1030 showing. I turned 18 about halfway through the movie. Um, Which like, you know, great way to spend my adult, you know, yeah. very, very representative of my life. Like I, I'm an adult half decent, half decent uh, interpretation of one of my favorite things on the planet. A great way to become an adult. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I love the fucking over-the-top nature from the first trailer. That tell me, do you bleed? You will. Like, I just love that good. Like, like this is so fucking edgy. This is so stupid and over the top. Give me more. And I remember being in the theater right when he stood up, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. And he's like, tell me. And I like r- loudly gasped. This <gasps> so was like, I get to hear it. It's surround sound now. Oh my god. Like, I don't know why that, he's just not in the comics. Like, it wasn't like an, I'm Batman. Like, it was just, ah, uh, that line's so fucking edgy. <laughs> it's just sheer edge. Um, but yeah, we, uh, have the cinematographer who was going to be working on the Matt Reeves and Ben Affleck version of the Batman. What? I just got a t- <laughs> text from TJ that was, I okay. Um, it did not make much sense at first. So we're just going to read from this IndieWire article. Ben Affleck's scrapped Batman movie explored Arkham Asylum and Bruce Wayne's insanity. Batman is returning to the big screen in 2021 with director Matt Reeves and actor Robert Pattinson taking on the iconic superhero role. But that wasn't always Warner Brothers' plans for the film franchise. Following the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, Ben Affleck was... Uh, hiccups again. Affleck was set to reprise the role of Bruce Wayne slash Batman in a standalone film he was tapped to write and direct. Affleck officially parted ways uh, with the project and the character in January, which was followed by the confirmation that Reeves was coming on board to retool the next Batman film. In an interview on MTV's Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, cinematographer uh, Robert Richardson reconfirmed Atfleck's Batman script was finished and not exactly beloved by everyone involved in the film's development. Richardson was hired by Affleck to film his Batman standalone film after the two worked together on the actor-director's gangster drama Live by Night. Uh, uh, there was a script, uh, but not a love script, Richardson said. There was a lot to do. He was trying to change it, and then he made the decision to do, as you know, Gone Girl. As for what Affleck's script entailed, Richardson revealed that the Batman was Batman franchise was going to uh, was going to Arkham Asylum to dig into Bruce Wayne's own insanity. 
A cinematographer said that Affleck's film would have showed the darker side of Batman because we need more of that. I, uh, is there a, is there a lighter side to besides the Silver Age? Like I, you can do. This is going to sound really antithetical and really stupid, and I hope what I'm about to say makes sense. I like Batman stories, and I like it when Batman is dark because he's a dark person. But I think there's a way to tell a Batman story that does not require like him constantly being filled with fucking rage, the over the top edge. Yeah. Yes, no, I understand that. Like, but like when you say I'm, we're going to visit the darker side of Batman after Nolan and Affleck, yeah. <laughs> Like Nolan, <laughs> Nolan, I would say does it the way you're saying it, where like it's not overly edgy; it's just, yeah. you know, that kind of gritty yeah. feeling. Whereas, and then you get the Snyder. Do you bleed? Yeah, exactly. Do like, you? like to a point, I like it, but like, I'm tired of everything being about. Oh, we're gonna show how dark Batman can get. We've seen that. Like, let let me see Bruce objectively be a hero who's just not necessarily a great guy at first. You know what I mean? I just... It, it's too much for me sometimes. Uh, as for what Netflix... Blah, 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 blah. They're excited about Batman, which is quite the statement given how brooding Christopher Nolan's interpretation of the superhero was in the Dark Knight trilogy. Another direct quote. Well, Affleck was going into the insanity aspects, Richardson said. So I think we would have seen something a little darker than what we've seen in the past and more into the individual who was inside of Batman. What element may be sane, what element may not actually be sane. So he was entering into little, to a little more of the Arkham, as you know. He's going into where you, you, you keep everyone who was bad, everyone that shifted in Batman. Keep bad everyone that was, okay. And that whole aspect was sort of, it, it was, I hate trying to read interview quotes because they are so choppy and weird. Yep. And so that the whole, the whole aspect was sort of it was sort of it was very fascinating to go to the darker side of Batman. I hate when direct quotes are written like that. Reese was uh, has yet to reveal any plot details about the film. Uh, it's officially titled the Batman, so it's unclear. Blah blah blah. Um, so yeah, I like the idea of very much like the Arkham games that it's getting into like Bruce's psychology. I like that a lot. The see. I like it, but if it's not going to be better than the... Oh, of course, this isn't the actual script that's being made anymore, I assume. Yeah. Right? But, like, I'm sure I would have gone and seen it and been like, I could have just played the games and had a... And granted, the games have more time to work with. Oh, of course. You know, like, I remember playing Arkham Knight, the night, uh, I get it, it yeah. came out, <laughs> um, and they were so good about hiding the fact that Mark Hamill was in on the project that the first time he shows up, and it's the you telling me this story. Miss me? I threw my like threw my controller across the room. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! You know, c controller flies and hits off of something. I'm standing. It's two in the morning. I immediately get on my phone. I'm like aggressively searching every cast list I can find. Like, is Hamill in this? Is he credited? Is this real? Did they just get a really good impersonator? Who? What's going on? I'm so enamored right now and then oh man it that whole story of joker living in his head is so good it's actually a joker game and i love it yeah but if that was the route they they couldn't really go that route in this movie without all the build-up of the previous games right yeah and like i don't know i i think we've seen the whole 
getting in his head enough and with this kind of grit. It, you know, the <laughs> straight edge. Dude, you're going to cut yourself in the theater by accident. Yeah. The, uh, I just, <laughs> I, I can easily see that being a flop. Yeah. I, it's, it's a hard premise to sell, especially when you have not spent much time with this Batman. Like, especially it, coming off of Justice League, unless it's a prequel, then like maybe. Cause then you're literally trying to sell it off of, sell this, your headliner. Like, yeah. He is the headliner for you and he hasn't had a solo movie yet and you want to do a deep dive on his psyche. Yeah, let's get to know him first like, before we like we, we break him down as a person. Um, it's it, it's this problem I keep seeing DC hat like Marvel has its problems of trying to now acclimate everything to the MCU films. Yeah, to the, like to a fault. And DC has this problem of we have to catch up. We have to catch up. And it's like, no. You don't take your time. You're your own you're time. your own your own universe with these characters that people probably love a little more than Marvel. Like I know that I, was true five years ago. Exactly that that was true five years ago. Mm-hmm. I think like I think yeah, about I as a kid, what did you grow up watching? Batman Ju- the animated, animated series, series the Justice League, League show, Justice League Spider-Man. Unlimited. Yeah, like my roots in comics is all in DC. I hadn't seen a single MCU movie or read any comics or anything MCU until after I saw Batman Batman movies and you know Batman yeah. and Robin. And all so when condolences that that's ingrained in your childhood memory. Uh, it's unfortunate. The bat nipples. The bat nipples. Did you watch the sidebar? Does I say Batman and Robin? That Patrick Willems video about why the Schumacher Batman's need more love. I did. Um, I think it's a pretty decent it's interesting pick. yeah it's it's interesting i don't know i saw some people kind of saying like just because a movie you just because you can tell what the movie tried to do doesn't mean that it succeeded yeah uh, william bibiani said that on twitter um which is a great point but it's it's food for thought it's yeah. very interesting um but like seeing them think they have to do what marvel did Instead of just trying dark to, and gritty. yeah, but dark because <laughs> you have to be kind of different or else then you're just copying them and that's not cool. But like, I remember when the DCEU was getting started, Man of Steel was okay. And, yeah, <laughs> and every like they announced their movie slate. I remember being a senior in high school and everyone going, "What do you think of this? Like, which ones are going to be really good?" And I was like, "Man of Steel sequel will be dope." without batman um green lantern core movie will be fire cyborg movie will be fire and now i'm not forgetting about all of the fact that the core move the green lantern core and the cyborg movie were announced i completely forgot about they had this whole lineup because they were gonna they were just gonna make yeah a dceu that was gonna rival the mcu they had a whole plan and then didn't actually make good movies you know and they shit the bed yeah and that, I think that's where this would have gone had it actually seen the light of day beyond storyboarding, you know? Yeah, I agree. Well, with that, uh, you are up, my friend, with this next story, one uh, that I think we're going to we're gonna have a lot to chew on with this one. It just doesn't die. Nope, and I don't want it to. Kevin Smith <laughs> confirms Justice League Snyder Cut exists. This particular one is from comicbook.com. There's been quite a bit of debate regarding the existence of the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. 
Though more and more, it seems like it actually does exist. The latest confirmation of its existence comes from director Kevin Smith, who says that while he hasn't actually seen it firsthand, he does know there is an actual cut of the movie that can be viewed that shows Snyder's vision for the story. I hate that. Snyder's vision. (laughs) What? Empty Christ parallels and... A blue um, filter? A blue filter and Batman's murdering people. I've. If you really knew the canon, you knew I didn't change anything. It's my favorite Zack Snyder quote. My favorite is when he makes the argument that Batman doesn't actually kill anybody yeah. in Batman v Superman. Yep. Because of the Mr. Sunday movies video where he's like, yeah, look at all the people he fucking murders. It's like, oh, I think it's really manslaughter. Dude, the second a harpoon is involved, it's not manslaughter. When you actively pull the pin on a grenade and shove it in somebody's like chest and throw them away, like... <laughs> It was manslaughter. Yeah. He thought he could take it. That's fine. He can take a grenade to the chest. When you you stab a man in the chest five times with a broken bottle and then tell people not to kill, it's totally fine. (laughs) I've not seen it firsthand, Smith told uh, Cinema Blend's real... Told somebody's podcast. (laughs) uh, Cinema Blend's real blend. I don't want to discredit them like that, but like... Just those words next to each other. And also, to be clear, I know Zach, but it's not like, we're fucking tight, son. That being said, I <laughs> love Kevin Smith so I love much. reading Ke- I was I was complaining about quotes. Reading a Kevin Smith quote is so much fun. It makes fun. it all worth it. Because, like, it's so disjointed, but you can hear it in his yeah, voice. You can, you can hear him saying it, so it's not actually disjointed. Yeah. That being said, I've spoken now to enough people at various levels in that production. There is a Snyder Cut, for sure. It's not a mythical beast. It exists. Now, it's not a finished movie by any stretch of the imagination. So it doesn't exist. There were things <laughs> there were things that went away from the story that they shot that didn't wind up going into VFX or anything like that. So I would assume, based on what I've been told, that large sections of the Snyder Cut are, you know, pre-viz a lot, with a lot of green screen. We're not talking a finished movie. When people hear Snyder Cut they th- uh, in their heads, they think like a DVD they've seen, an extended cut, or something that's finished. And I'm going to cut the quote there. So basically what we're being told is that... There is a rough cut yeah. of the movie from when there Zack are, Snyder finished shooting. Without visual effects. Because yeah. obviously at the point they were at, Snyder, like, the script was finished. And they had most likely shot scenes. And then they had the reshoots and probably, probably realized what that Snyder had to step away before yeah. applying the DFX. And as taxed as that crowd is for right now, it's like it's why you can watch Infinity War or Endgame and look in an Iron Man suit and think it doesn't look as real as it does in Iron Man, like 2008 yeah. Iron Man, right? Like they're just so taxed for time and resources that like I get it. Yeah. And so, obviously, if you're like, we're not using these scenes, just scrap them. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So, they're not going to have the effects. Obviously, it wasn't a finished movie, or they would have just released the finished movie. Um, but, like, oh, this fire didn't need stoked. Well, that's the thing that, like, makes me really happy, though, is that, like, I want to see how, like, the very vehement, release the Snyder Cut, you know, like, preachers. like you heard, you know, like, you know, buying fucking bus ads in the plane that flew over San Diego Comic-Con that said, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. I want to see how those, like, hardcore people react to just hearing the words. It's real. It's real, but it's not finished. There's, like, like he, 
most people, like the, the, the ones who are really vehement and like passionate about it, act like there is a disc sitting at Warner Brothers that is just labeled the Snyder, Snyder Cut Justice League and they can put it in their Blu-ray player and it's going to play like a full-ass visually realized movie. And it's not. Like, I don't think anyone would disagree with like, because again, like they finished shooting and they were in post-production for Justice League whenever Zack Snyder had to step away, unfortunately. Um, and tragedy struck his family. Then they had to go back and reshoot the whole, pretty much the whole movie. Which, like, that's why Justice League was never going to make any money. That's why Solo yeah. had to fight uphill. Like, it already had this massive budget because they had to reshoot most of the movie. When shit like that happens, <laughs> like, you're, got, you're, you're backs against a wall. And when you bring someone on like Joss Whedon, who is such a very different type of filmmaker than Snyder. And you're trying to salvage what you can. And he's still trying to inject his ideas into it. And yeah. It just gets so mishmashed. Also, I, I love little names and shit like Batfleck and, you know, stuff like this names like that. Sometimes people try to have like insult versions of those that don't sound as good as they do. Anyone who refers to the the theatrical version of Justice League as Justice League, you're not as clever as you think you are. <laughs> I've never heard that. I've people go, oh, fucking Justice League. It's the same kind of people who call, like, you know, call Ryan Johnson Ruin Johnson. Like, oh, you're yeah. not as clever as you think you are. Um, Man, I wonder what those people are like, Jared. I wonder what people like that are like, Travis. Maybe someday we'll find out. Maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing foreshadowing for the other show um in the uh Dubak pod catamastic universe um that should be a shirt pod catamastic universe pod catamastic universe uh anyway but yeah i i love the fact that like the snyder cut in some form does exist and yeah like i said i'd like to see it i would if they if it somehow they decided to finish it and Make it a real, like, I don't want to see the, 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 just the shots of the actors, right? I, I'd want to see a full movie. And like, like, like I said, I would, like you said. Yeah. I said, uh, you said this, I said this. Um, I'm at least interested, right? And that's, it's that morbid curiosity of what could, what was this going to be? Cause yeah. I, there, I can tell just from, watching it the parts of justice league i really liked were definitely joss whedon's influence yeah like you said the i uh i'm a big fan of the i forget the exact quote it's been a long time since i've seen justice league but the truth and justice quote the superman oh, yeah. has there's um i like truth and i'm a big, big fan, fan of justice. justice um but like just everything about henry cavill superman in that movie feels like Superman for yeah. the first time in this universe. I love the scene of Batman. It's like they're going to revive Clark and Alfred's like, I, it's funny that you were, you feared him for his power, but now you think you need him. And he's like, no, Alfred, I need him because he's more human than me. That scene was so good. Yeah. That's like one of the, I, I, it was a perfect that, Batman that, scene. Yeah. It was a perfect Bruce Wayne scene. And like, where was that the previous stuff like that makes me upset. Like I, I've mentioned before about the Snyder cut because it makes me look back and go, you could have done this before. 
Yeah. You could have had this quality of writing and storytelling before. Why didn't you? <laughs> like, where where did you fuck up in that process to get... When did you stop trying? Yeah. Like, uh, or not even that, but like, when did, when you, did start, you start... trying? When, yeah, when did you start <laughs> trying? Because yeah. this shit writes itself. Yeah. Well, th- th- there are so many mo- moments and like, you get that, like, BVS tries to have like a little bit of that. Oh, this is how like like Bruce Wayne's like he's a hero, but he's also kind of a piece of shit. You have moments like that where like they you know they have him like killing people and like going out of his way to barber people. I like in Justice League where it's that like he's kind of mean to people, and you know you have the moment where he's like, yeah, we're gonna bring Superman back to life, and it's that like ruthless i know better than you you need to get the fuck yeah. out of my way like let me that, do this literally like i'm gonna start calling that batman energy yeah that, that's batman what it is because he has that in every media like anything you see batman and he has those moments of like we're gonna do this thing you're not ser- like you're joking you're not serious and then he stern look oh my god he's serious do you think i'm joking right now exactly like i love that injustice the, like, i just love his like the, the pure like in justice league war the animated movie. Yeah. The when he him and Hal are in the sewer. Uh-huh. And yeah, he's yeah. like, So what's your power? Do you suck blood? Did the light hurt you or whatever? Can you fly? No, no, no. Are you just a guy in a suit? He just <laughs> grins at him. He just gives him like this cocky ass grin. And then what does this do? And he's holding Hal's ring. <laughs> I need DC if you are listening. <laughs> Kevin and Smith. Everything, and Kevin Smith, if you're listening, everything in your power, give me an, an, at least one movie, maybe like a comic run, or give me something of Hal Jordan and Bruce Wayne being super passive aggressive and dickish to each other, but still working together because that energy <laughs> is amazing. It's my favorite part of Justice League War besides the memes of how getting the shit beat out of him by parademons and yeah. Dark Side clawing his way like a fucking animal. <laughs> I love the one the Dark Side like <laughs> Yeah, just chasing after Looks Flash. like General Grievous. It's um <laughs> I'm coming for you. Uh but yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Like, and just again the concept of the Snyder cut tickles me pink. Uh so let me check here. Is that it? I think so. That's the episode. Well, you guys know the drill. Uh, be sure to check out the other shows in the network. Two Back Discussion, our Star Wars podcast. This week, we should have out Raylo Part 3. I sit down with Matt from uh, Bantha Blue Milk Co. Co- I, uh, fuck that name up again. Um, we sit down with Maddie from <laughs> Doing Talking. It's Bantha Blue Milk. Blue Milk Bantha... Something about Banthas and Blue Milk. He'll be on the show and he corrects me in the very beginning. Uh, Maddie from Doing Talking and the Girls with Sabres. We talk Raylo and we have a really meaty sidebar about halfway through the conversation that goes absolutely everywhere and nowhere all at once. So check that episode out. Be sure to check out Gorin more. Check out Wicked Wednesday. Check out Jerk the Curtain. Yeah. I almost said it. <laughs> <laughs> And be sure uh, to check out Down the Rabbit Hole. Uh, and like I said earlier, come catch us at Steel City Comic Con uh, this weekend, August 9th through the 11th. The entire Hall of Heroes crew is going to be there on Saturday. And 
I think Saturday is going to be the big day for Ray Park since that'll be the day you're there. And hopefully if your shirt's in in time, we can... Yeah, uh, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, I got express shipping. So. You got express shipping? Okay, that's good. I it did too on mine. I actually got the, like, your thing shipped uh, what, right when we started recording. So Oh! Awesome. Here's hoping then. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if yours is close, then mine's probably going to be here then. Uh, with that, Travis, where can the lovely people find you? Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Travis Political. Um, One of my favorite Twitter follows. Seriously, Dude. at me about Titans. Or, <laughs> and so I can talk more about that shitty show. Or uh, at me about Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know why. I just all of a sudden want to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh again. <laughs> it is actually a good anime if you watch it in Japanese. I, I wouldn't know. Make, Dragon Ball and my hero for me. TJ, give me an anime podcast. Hey, I was... We can talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joel, you don't have a Twitter, but Bass and Bacon Cosplay? Yeah, Bass and Bacon Cosplay. This kid is the best Luke Skywalker cosplayer right Straight now. up. Straight, Straight up and up. down. Oh, shit, thanks. Like, his, his really nice Return of the Jedi Luke, just big Luke Skywalker energy. I'm honored. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at darkjedi2552. Uh, be sure to like and follow Dubek Discussion on Twitter and Instagram. And before we go, uh, Joel, I'm going to make you do with this what I had you do with the trivia episode. Uh, I want to tell the story of the rig. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Now, because I mentioned it oh. earlier. Yeah. So, <laughs> I uh, and Joel will put the audio from the video of me finding it for the first time in here. Um, wait, wait, ready? Ready? This is from the opening, uh, like, two seconds. Holy shit! What the hell is this? So just a little teaser there. Yeah, a little teaser there. Uh, <laughs> I love that that's in the soundboard. Um, but no, I came home from work on from a very, very long day at work on Saturday. Very and long. I was here for uh, six hours before he showed up. <laughs> um, but I, uh, it was a very long day at work. And Joel was coming over because we were basically having part two of the get-together that you were at. You were working that day, so I couldn't have you over, unfortunately. Um, I also just I also just kind of felt bad that you had to see me in the state that I was in Wednesday night. There was a part of me that was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to look Travis in the eye ever again. <laughs> oh, baby, you can always I don't, look me in the eye. Because I don't remember the last thing I said to him. And that was the thing that bothered me was I don't remember saying goodnight to him. You and did. that scares me. You said me. Good, uh, goodnight, let me know when you get home safe. Something, something like that, but like drunkenly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you're um, good. I like that. I like that in that state. I still said, "Let me know when you get home." All right. Um, but I come home from work and I open up the door and I go I pull up and I see that Joel's car is already here and I'm like, "It's not supposed to be here for another hour and a half." What the hell is he doing here? And I open up the door and the first thing I see is Joel and then I look over and I see this table sitting where we typically record. With the sound foam and like three giant rigs with microphones on it and a soundboard. And as you heard, holy shit, dunk, what the hell is this? And yeah, Joel and uh, Spencer, who you guys obviously know, uh, threw in together to get me this wonderful, wonderful upgrade to our system. So... I guess I got to step up my game with these shows now that I have like this professional rig. I have a microphone that's like hovering in front of my face now. Well, when you get to uh, when the li listeners get to listen to uh, the trivia that we yeah. recorded, 
you'll get to see some of the stuff we can do now. Yeah. With, uh, music. And, really, really and flex on our muscles here. Yeah. Um, we recorded a, oh, yeah. <laughs> we oh, recorded yeah. a bonus episode for do back discussion, uh, just to have in our pockets. And if something ever comes up and it's, uh, it's, it's a trivial pursuit, Iron Man match. Uh, as you guys know, Spencer and I have a very bitter star Wars trivial pursuit rivalry and it, it sounds really good and it's crazy. Uh, getting to hear Joel play with everything. So with that, you can put the video right here. About time you get Holy shit! What the hell is this? Fuck! <laughs> Spencer pitched in. He helped out. We were uh, Friday night testing it all out. Is that cool or what? Tell him what you said. You want to see him get a head start and be a professional? Uh, put it on. Put the headphones on. Is that amazing, Jared? Come on, put the headphones on. He's, I, I told you, he cried. This is just so overwhelming. Hold on, you gotta put the headphones Can you believe it? Put him on. Come on. I'm <laughs> right now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Ugh. Logan, would you turn the light out behind him there? Mm. Don't you feel bad for being mad about not working? Oh, these are really good. Those are your headphones. <laughs> these are powerful. Overwhelming, isn't it? You didn't know your buddy loved you that much. Her buddies loved you that much. <laughs> He's just enjoying me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I can't believe you, too. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that not the coolest thing? They want you to get a head start to being the professional that they know you could be. Now you guys can sit down here and record instead of passing your microphone. Right? Isn't that what you do? I mean, we just have it sitting in the middle. Currently, Jesus H. Christ! <laughs> I know. They move and everything. This is so much gear, bro. Oh my god. I have a bigger setup than TJ now. This is absurd. It, it has all points of rotation here. So you can. That one's yours, right? Currently. Yeah. <laughs> and you can sit two people on each end and move the microphone between oh you. Oh my god. Oh my god. We got headphones. We got we can set up another mic if we get one. We can upgrade any of the equipment as we go. How many people are in the loop on this? Well, your mom, your nana. Son of a bitch. She changed your schedule. You got pissed. I got pissed. <laughs> I told you yeah, don't I be knew upset. About that. And yesterday, you know how many times I had to keep myself from talking about this? 
We've gotten better at that kind of thing. We've gotten much better at that kind of thing. And I brought it. I I almost brought up a conversation that would have led to something talking about something like this. <laughs> and then you brought up the fact that your mom changed your schedule, and I was like, Ah, well, what can you do? I mean, she's your mom. <laughs> <laughs> And now that you guys have presumably listened to the video, because I and heard me cry a lot, uh, be sure to tune in at the same bat time to the same bat channel. We love you all 3000. Have a good one. I can't write one song that's not about you. Can't drink without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that everything means nothing if I can't? I can't.